Hey, this is Matt from Star Tours. You're listening to the Mousecapades Podcast. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapade family. Look at you. You made it to the halfway of the work week. We are bringing you your rumors and news, and welcome to episode 351 of the podcast that entertains this space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. But before we get started today, we would like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And I don't know if my friend Nick's with me today. Do you have it up? I do have it up. Yes. And they're actually... He's going to tell me, yes, the the blogs. He likes to tell us what blogs are on. They're bringing us our first piece of news, by the way. We've kind of already talked about this to ourselves, you know. I I think we may have mentioned it while we were recording one episode or two. Not so sure. I know we've talked about it, but the breaking news is the all-new nighttime fireworks spectacular to replace Epcot's illuminations. Yeah. We all knew this was coming. Finally broke out, though. So we wanted to bring that to you, and Walt Express just brought it to you. So go ahead and check them out, waltexpress.com. They also have another ep- uh, not episode, excuse me, article up there by Vanda Bean, what to expect in Disney World during the month of December. We are getting closer. Lots of people. To that time of the year. And so, you know, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween is going to be yesterday's news and coming in is going to be Mickey's Very Merry Christmas. Very Both really cool hard ticket events. Both really neat times of the year to travel to the parks, Mickey. Absolutely. So Nick, of course, uh, our friend Lee loves to help us out when we're looking into things or if he can expound on something that we've talked yes. about week to week. And so after we talked about 9-11 the last couple weeks, he wanted to tell us how 9-11 affected Disney and their patriotism because he said it changed once uh, once we had 9-11, which is good to know that Disney did that. So he said that California Adventure opened with no American flags when they first opened in February of 2001. And their excuse was that um, some nonsense about creating the fantasy of California. And so he sent us a picture showing us that what the de- terrible decision, how there's no American flag, which I can't even imagine that a public place would not, because like Six Flags has the flag out there. Obviously, it's Six Flags. But anyway, so they reversed it when the park was remodeled between 2007 and 2012, and they started having flags there after 9-11. The flag retreat at Disneyland was minor affair before 9-11, but now um, they have active duty military and veterans that are recognized, and the Disneyland band plays Dapper Dancing, and there's a recorded message, including clips of Martin Luther King Jr. and John F. Kennedy, just to name a few. And he said he's pretty sure that the military discount system was put into place 
place after 9-11-2001. The Walt Disney World Company actually started that back in 2009 after the economy, you know, took a plummet. Tanked. Yep. The other thing that he said happened is there was a series of pins, statues, and paintings showing Mickey thanking a firefighter, a policeman, and a soldier. And they came out, out again after 9-11. And he said that he actually owns the firefighter version of Mickey giving the firefighter a thank you. Like, really cool. You can tell in the picture. So that was pretty incredible. Thank you again, Lee, for always like adding on to our stories. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And I don't want him thinking I'm, I'm ignoring him. I'm not. Uh, I just haven't gotten on social media lately. I, I ended up getting a new phone a couple weeks go right Vic? he's just learning it well i ended up getting a new phone no, no, and so you I have to it. like transfer everything yeah. over and i'm slowly that's why i asked you for his number and jim's oh, number gotcha. remember okay. when yeah a couple weeks ago but uh lee I'm, I'm not ignoring you man i really do appreciate all the texts that you send in all the time with every episode that comes out i love the the feedback from you and a whole bunch of our other listeners that that constantly uh email in or text us with our you know via 407-674-0414 and uh, it, it just keeps us going. It keeps us doing what we're doing. So I really yes. do appreciate you, Lee. Appreciate it. The Adventures by Disney announced that there's three new short escape itineraries for 2019. So I was thinking of our friend Heidi because Heidi loves the Adventures by Disney. She has done a couple of them. But these are going to be short excursions, mini getaways, they're calling them, for Boston, London, or Vancouver, led by knowledgeable Adventures by Disney guides in the amazing cities that I just mentioned. And the trips will be offered starting in the spring, the summer, and early fall of next year. They're anywhere from two to four night adventures, and they're offered in iconic locations. Uh, it says, these escapes feature exciting experiences. They're both fun and educational, providing the guests with opportunity they might not normally get to seek out. And Adventures by Disney Vacations and Short Escape Packages include all accommodations, your tickets and admissions, transportation within the destination, luggage handling, snacks, and most meals, and the services of two dedicated adventure guides. So that sounds pretty cool, Nick. Um, I've never been to Boston, but it looks amazing. And I, we have a friend that lives there. She just told me the other day, you need to come visit us. Because I said I miss them. It's It was my parents' neighbors. They were like a second parent, you know, second set of parents to us. And she's always telling us about Boston and how cool it is. So what a cool way to do. And you can just do a short trip because I know some of those other D- adventures by Disney are relatively long, like seven to ten days or something like that. I, w- I, w- I would love to go up there and, and learn about all. I mean, what, you know, some trip. of the history and, but just to have that history reinforced and, and live it, right? But you they- know, you would have to pass by all the Patriot fans. I don't know if I can do that, Vicky. You can do it. I don't know if I can do you it. You can do it. All right. So the popular stage so show over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Colin loves this show. I stop every time I see it as well. The Galaxy Far, Far Away stage show. Oh, uh uh-huh. It's going to be closing on September 29th and reopening five weeks later. They're going to be replacing the concrete there at the hub. So I'll get to see it when I get there, but it won't be playing while you're there. Right. So while I'm there, I'll have to probably go around that little construction zone as they're replacing concrete. And my awesome, beloved Star Wars show is going to be on... Surely they'll have canceled somewhere. Oh, they'll be. I'm sure they'll be walking around all over the place. Does that include the fireworks show, or does it say? No, it just says the stage show. Okay, so right. you should still get your your what is it? Star Wars Galactic Knights or something to that effect. I think that's the right name of it. So there's a four year old girl that gets a royal send off for her Make a Wish Disney trip, which. You know, we've talked about Make-A-Wish. Did you have this? No, but the Galactic Nikes are only on certain days throughout the year. Oh, really? Right. Oh, I thought so. They have they, they have their show uh, right there with the Tower of Terror. Uh huh. Right there on Sunset Boulevard. Oh, that's the that's show. that's the show that they have at, at night over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. I need to read more on that. So. 
uh, earlier this week, a young girl got the send-off of a lifetime for her vacation to Walt Disney World that she had put her wish in. She's from Boston. She's four-year-old Kaylee Gilroy, and she was given the magical I'm going to Disney World party at the Logan International Airport before her flight in the morning. Thanks to the generosity of the local Make-A-Wish Foundation, the Gilroy family will spend a dazzling week at the happiest place on earth. Kaylee was diagnosed with acute lymphoma blast leukemia when she was just 16 months old and now her treatment is complete and she's feeling better so naturally the best way to celebrate that would be to take a vacation so Kaylee's day began with a limousine ride to the airport she was given a special send-off by all of the people that were at the airport that's amazing she was given goodies and treats there was even a throne that they had for this little girl for her make-a-wish send-off and it said as the Gilroys arrived at their flight gate they were greeted by a beautiful pink and purple castle the incredible party was created especially for Kaylee by Make-A-Wish Foundation of Massachusetts and Rhode Island and American Island, excuse me, American Airlines. They all went together to help make this little girl's trip a dream come true. Nice. Yeah, I know. I love Make-A-Wish. So Disney filed a trademark for the name Skymosphere, or I guess, yeah, Skymosphere, or I guess it's a play on word for mouse. I have no idea. Do you you know what a Skymosphere is? Oh, Sky Mousephere? Is that what, like, mouse is in the middle of it? I would assume it's S-K-Y-M-O-S-P-H-E-R-E. Oh, I don't know. Sky Mousephere? Yeah, but I don't know what... Okay, tell me more about it. Anyway, so Disney filed a trademark for that to obtain the rights for Skymosphere, right? I hope I'm saying that properly. I don't know. Right? Sky Mousephere? What do you want to call it? Sky Mousephere? I do, because it's Disney. (laughs) I I don't know what a Sky... Mosphere is. I don't know. I don't know. Is it, is it? I'll Google while you're reading. Thank you. So maybe they created the name and they're just, you know, gaining the rights to it. But Disney uh, hasn't stated what the name is going to be used for. But since Illuminations has been canceled and with the new Disney Skyliner transportation system being built, people are speculating it could be for one or the other. Do you have a definition on that? No, it says it does not match any real words. Okay. Am I sure that I don't mean Skyfear? No. So, oh, okay. Here down the article, it says as strange as Skymosphere sounds, it may seem to fit uh, with the vernacular that is used in the Disney parks, like for like mousekeeping and things like that. I guess that's what they're going for. I would have probably added another U there somewhere to make it sound more like a mouse. For sure. I don't know. Anyway, but like I said, Reflections of Earth at Epcot, that's going away with the illuminations. And, you know, we have the Disney Skyliner transportation system that's being built. Is this going to be used for the new show that's going to be up there at Epcot? Or is it going to be used for the Disney Skyliner? We don't know. We don't know. The show will be there before we freak everybody out that's listening. It will. Illuminations is planning to do until the end of summer 2019. And then the other one will take up. So never fear. If you're going in the next few months, it'll still be there for right now. I hope it's being used for something other than uh, the, D- the the Disney Skyliner transportation system. Because I would love to just call it, you know, what, what are you taking over to, you know, the Art of Animation? Oh, I'm taking the DST. The DSTS, right? You can oh. just give it, a, give it an acronym. A DSTS. You like the acronyms. I would say I'm going on the Skymosphere. Well, it's like it's like you know the whole ATST, the at ats, you know, in Star Wars. I'm gonna you know. You're trying to incorporate all of that. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go hop on a DSTS. I mean, that sounds that sounds cool. That's hilarious. You're hilarious. So the Emmy Awards came out, and Disney, of course, racks them up. Nick, I was gonna run over real quick the awards that Disney raked in from the Emmys this year. And the first one is Outstanding Individual Achievement in Animation by Justin Martin, the background designer of The Scariest Story Ever on Mickey Mouse Halloween Spooktacular. He received an award for that. 
on Hulu, the outstanding music composition for a limited series cult movie or sequel was Cyril Offert, March of the Penguins to the Next Step. Also, they received an award for outstanding production design for a narrative contemporary program, The Handmaid's Tale, which my husband is in love with that movie. Have you watched it? Have not. Oh my gosh. He wants me to start that so badly. Then also outstanding guest actress on the drama series, The Handmaid's Tale, Samira Wiley won that. And outstanding single camera picture editing for a drama series was for The Handmaid's Tale. So he'll be happy to know, Brad, three awards for the show that you love. That's uh, a Disney show, which I was not aware of. On their FX Networks, they got an outstanding casting for the assassination of Giannani, or excuse me, Gianni Versace, the American Crime Story, which one of our friends watched that. And I know you're not a huge American Idol fan, but I mean, excuse me, some Glee fan or anything like we were. One of the characters from Glee played Johnny Versace and they said he was amazing. So I want to go back and check that out. Also, they got outstanding makeup for a limited series for the same show, The Assassination of Johnny Versace, American Crime Story. They also got it for outstanding hairstyling. They got outstanding sound editing for Teddy Perkins, which I do not even know what that is. I'm sorry to tell you. It's a drama, though. They also received outstanding contemporary costumes. Again, The Assassination of Johnny Versace, American Crime Story. And outstanding cinematography for a single camera series, Teddy Perkins again. Outstanding guest actor in a comedy series went to The Alligator Man. Um, I did not know that Disney was related or connected with National Geographic, but according to this article, they were. So they had their outstanding sound mixing for Picasso, Chapter 1. Uh, outstanding Cinematography for a Limited Series, Chapter 1. Uh, again, Picasso, Chapter 1. Outstanding Cinematography for Jane. I think that's Jane Eyre that the movie's about. They also got Outstanding Directing for a Documentary, Jane. Outstanding Cinematography for a Reality Program called Life Below Zero. And they spelled below wrong, by the way. So, as usual, in true Disney fashion, we raked in quite a few Emmys again this week. Speaking of... 9-11 in 2001 with Lee bringing us the salute package basically that uh, they started providing discounts or did Lee say it or did, did you just mention it? I'm sorry. I read what Lee sent us. Okay, so he did mention the discounts, right? Yes. That's did. what he said earlier? So I'm scrolling through online and I see that Disney has extended the Armed Forces salute ticket discounts to DOD civilians and contractors. Okay, so what does that entail? Alright, so if you're a DOD civilian contractor, someone who's contracted out by the military government Okay. Right. Or a government agency within, or government agency within the government. Right. So they can now partake in the salute, the armed forces salute ticket discounts. That's so they're, they're going to be able to purchase from now until December 19th. That armed forces salute discount is going to be extended out to DOD civilian contractors. Oh, well, that's So nice. not just military personnel. That's nice. But on the flip side of that, though, Vicky, and the prices are the same, by the way. But on the flip side of that, Disney hasn't extended the 2019, 2000, or the 2020 Disney Salute Park Hopper Passes. Or excuse me, 2019. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm okay. thinking I'm thinking it's 2019 right now. You're jumping already? I'm already jumping a, a full year. But usually around this time, they go ahead and, and, and they, they renew because it's an annual program. It's nothing that Disney has out there that, ha, you know, doesn't expire. It's just a program that Disney offers. They actually have to renew this every single year. So people come together and decide, are we going to renew the Armed Forces Salute Package this year or not? I wonder why they have to do that. That I don't know. I, I wish they would just make it part of 
their packages. That's crazy. You, right. So you, you didn't know that, did you? I did not yeah. know that. Isn't that cr- When I found out about that a year ago, I thought that, that blew my mind away. And then I found out that it just started back in 2009 after the economy tank. I thought it was something that Disney probably already did after 9-11, but they started it years later. And uh, anyway, so the prices are still the same for the DOD contractors. For the four-day Park Hopper ticket, you're looking at $226. For the four-day Park Hopper Plus, $266. And for the five-dayer, $246. And for the Plus as well, $286. Now, these go up about $10 a year. And so I would assume just I mean, when I first started purchasing this t- these tickets, they were only $160 a pop. Now, how much are they? For the same... So, the five-day park hopper pass for me was $160 when I first started right, buying these. Right, I remember these. you said told right. me that. Right. They're $246 right now. And so... They almost will go. For almost next $100. year... Yeah. It, yeah. For next year's prices for 2019, I could expect those to probably go up to 256 or to 260. Hmm. Right. So we'll we'll find out. Still cheaper though. Still cheaper than what we got. Right. Still cheaper, which um, which is great for the military members. And now the DoD civilian and contractors. So this program's only extended though through December 19th. It, they're calling it a test program. Disney is. Oh, okay. Jungle Cruise wrapped it up this week, Nick. Um, they did they really? Yes. Already? Yeah, they already are finished. I feel like they just started production on that. They're done, and they've done some fun videos along the way. But they also made a fun video. You can Google it and just say Jungle Cruise um, wrap up video or something like that, and it has Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson and then some of the rest of the cast just doing goofy things to let you know that they have now wrapped up uh, their time with Jungle Cruise and it'll come out next year in 2019 so we need to be looking forward to it. So guests will soon be getting a uh, Ziploc bag there at Splash Mountain. You talked about this months ago. I was going to talk about it again. Okay, where Ziploc is now sponsoring Splash Mountain and because they are sponsoring, they're going to hand out Ziploc bags for all the guests providing free plastic people <laughs> which will, guests will be able to pick up prior to boarding the attraction. Now, this has me thinking. Now, Disney is going to offer recycle bins at the exit of the attraction for you to place these Ziploc bags in. Right. So, I assume Disney plans on reusing the same Ziploc bag throughout the day to other guests. Possibly. I don't know. That's not how I read it. But go no, ahead. no, I don't know. I'm, I'm questioning. I don't know. Okay. I think we're going to find these Ziploc bags in the water. Well, I think we're going to find people trying to collect the water to take as them. a souvenir because that's what I would probably want to do. <laughs> right? You're going to sell it. Nick's going to be selling Splash or Mountain water. Take that same Ziploc bag. I've always wanted to do this, but I never will. Living with the land. When you go in the greenhouse and you have the sand, you can you can actually <laughs> touch you can actually touch it. And there's cameras everywhere. Uh, I know. Take some of the sand. Could you see guests doing this? No, I totally could see it. But here's the interesting thing: if you remember, I reported on it in August, and that's when Ziploc took over uh, sponsoring. Was it just last week? It was. I mean, I mean, was it just last month? I mean, yeah. It was You're kidding me. It seems like well, it was, a it was months in ago. July. I think I reported okay. it, but it was supposed to start in August. But remember what else we reported? They're getting rid of plastic straws. Yes. So there was a big controversy, which we even said. Yes, this you're is right. Kind of funky. You're right. That we're doing this, and so 
it, an article came out this week, the one that I read, and it said that they are doing that, but they waited until September because they had this big push in August to get rid of plastic straws. There is going to be a recycle bin. I don't think it's so people can use it again. I think it's just because there was such a hem and haw from the, the recycling people. I'm sure, you know, we love Brenda Oliveras, but, you know, she was a big earth person, and I'm sure she was one of the people writing in to Disney saying, hey, you just got rid of straws, and now you're having plastic bags are going to be all over the park and tearing up our earth. So anyway, I just thought it was funny that they actually came out and admitted that they put it off for a month because (laughs) they were getting flack from environmentalists. People are, you know, sending in their comments and everyone, I, I see the same theme. There's a profit motive. What would be the profit motive for Disney in this, Vicky? Because of the Ziploc? Right. Oh, because Ziploc pays for the maintenance of Splash Mountain, right? Right. So then I, I would assume. Then Disney doesn't have to. But how is that a profit? I don't with know. With the bags, though, giving out the bags. That's not a profit. Right. I, That's all on Ziploc. Do you think Ziploc's going to start selling Disney bags? I don't know. So the that consumers? would be really cool. <laughs> right. I also see this guy, Steve. Uh, let's see here. Steve, no straws, but give away Ziploc bags. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing as you. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's saying here. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Anything else? No, they talk about straws, lids. I don't... Yeah, people are just, like, shocked. Well, because in the same... what They were trying to do it in the same month, which was like, here, we're trying to conserve plastic. Here's a bag. Put your phone inside of it. And then do whatever you want with it when you're done. So, yeah. It, it was causing negative controversy. Just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> they needed somebody to sponsor? I, I don't... Ziploc stepped don't, up. Somebody at Disney has had to have said at some meeting, at some board meeting, and stood up and said, people, we don't allow gum in our parks because you right. find it all over the place. Right. We're not going to allow Ziploc bags because, trust me, you're going to find them all over the place. Right? Some poor cast members are going to be picking up plastic bags. So, Nick, I don't know if you saw, but Monday, Mary Poppins Returns trailer was released. I am psyched. And that comes out? It comes out December 19th. It was originally scheduled to come out on December 25th, but it's coming out on the 19th. But it looked amazing. I'm super excited about it. Uh, Dick Van Dyke is going to play the bank president. I think you had uh, said that you thought you saw a rumor like that. Emily Blunt plays Mary Poppins this time. Lin-Manuel that wrote Hamilton is playing Bert. And it's interesting because Mary comes back, but she's coming back to help the bank's children. And they have children now. And so in the trailer, the kids are like, you're helping us? And she said, the bank's children. And she meant the two bank's children that, that she helped long ago in the original series and the bank son from the original movie has recently lost his wife and Mary comes to save the day. So I think it looks pretty great. Um, I hope it does a better profit than Christopher Robin did because I'm going to be really sad. Christo- I, I still have not seen Christopher Robin. I have not either and now I'm at the point where I'll just watch it when it comes out. Well, I don't even know if it's still at the theaters because somebody went to see it and it wasn't there. It, did it really flop that well, bad? It's not, it wasn't what people thought. And I guess they thought it, it would be more for young kids and it really was for all of us that grew up with Pooh. Sure. Sure. That did not sound good. Grew up with Winnie the Pooh. Let me rephrase that. And so a lot of people didn't go. It's just a crazy time of year for us to try to go see a movie anyway. And I know we're not even doing Marching Man this year, but it just is a crazy time of year. So we have not seen it yet. But I'm really, I am hopeful for this movie. I really liked it. Somebody posted, I posted the trailer last night on Facebook. I should have put it on our page and I didn't even think about it. I put it on my page and I'm like so excited to see this. And somebody said, do you really think that they'll be able to do the job that Julie Andrews did? And I said, I'm not going to think of it from that perspective. I'm going to go in thinking 
this is a completely different movie because it is a different storyline. It's Mary Poppins Returns. So to give it a chance, I don't know. I, and I like the actors that they've chose to play the people. Yeah, definitely. Vicki, let me ask you this. And I know some of our listeners have completed these forms before, but after you come back from a Walt Disney World vacation or even while you're there, you're asked to complete a survey. Yep. And so people either put... minutes. Right. People put great things and people put not so great things. But one of the common not so great thing or the biggest complaint that guests have had the last uh, year or so has been the bad Wi-Fi across all the properties. Really? Yeah. So Walt Disney World now has plans on upgrading that Wi-Fi across uh, their property. And they're starting with Pop Century. The new Wi-Fi is going to be named WDW Resorts Guest. So go ahead and click on that one for the new and improved, as they say, connection. I know just from watching YouTubers that are going throughout the parks, and I know you watch Spokesman. Not for a while now, but yes. I go on and off with him as well, and also Resort TV One. They've all moved over to YouTube from Periscope. Like, that's the new push. And they switch between phone providers, and because... The internet isn't reliable, so they switch to their phone provider, and they go back onto the internet when they know it's going to cut out on a specific ride, and it latches back on. But Disney hears all of us, and they say, hey, you know what? We get it. The Wi-Fi is awful. We're going to upgrade it. Now, I hope they upgrade it to like 200 megs a second. That'd be great. (laughs) I know out here, uh, Charter Communications has now started to upgrade the 200 megs per second, and it is blazing fast. It's awesome. We're finally catching up to the other side of the the world on the other side of the pond, you know, but, uh, so some people were actually commenting online saying, Oh great. You know, it's, we're going to go from super crappy and unusable to just crappy and usable. (laughs) But I I would say Steve R, whoever you are, (laughs) whatever, dude, you know what? I'm happy with just having Wi-Fi, right? Yeah. Because that's a gift, you know, that Disney's providing for all of us. And a lot of people like Spokesman and Resort TV one are out there recording all the time using that bandwidth. So exactly. Well, in 2009, when we went, I think we did have a little bit of shoddiness, like we were trying in and out, in and out. But the last few times, I'll I'll have a problem now because I'm talking about this. But for the most part, we've had good reception because I called and you did a pop up one year of our conversation and I didn't like lose connection with you at all. Oh, that's good. Now, I've always, how do I say this? I try not to use the Wi-Fi. Because it, it, yeah, because it really isn't that great, to be honest with you. So you're better so, off sticking with what you have. I just use my network, and it's unlimited. That yeah, and it seems like it can reach farther, further in the ride. Yep, where that network can can penetrate, you know, deeper through the concrete or whatever. I don't, I don't know, and it seems like the Wi-Fi cannot. I so agree. I just use my own network. I would totally agree. So we've had some pretty cruddy weather here in the world lately. And I say the world because I'm getting ready to talk to you about Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh Uh-oh. They were closed because of Typhoon Manghut. It said that Hong Kong Disneyland announced that they had to remain closed on Monday because of the typhoon. The resort said that the park will be reopened. Hopefully, um, yesterday on the 18th, they hope to reopen, but I hadn't heard if they did or not. They're advising that because so many trees have been uprooted and thrown around. There were pictures. If you want to see that, you can Google it. The, uh, a lot of their big uh, forestry items that were surrounding their park were laying side. And I'm talking big honking trees, not little trees like what we have in our neighborhood. These were, I would bet, bet to say 40, 50 years old. So uh, this comes because the typhoon hit on Sunday and 
and then they were saying also at Disney's Hilton Head, which is on our side of the pond, uh, they also were currently closed because of Hurricane Florence. And so they were expecting to close until today. And I don't know if they opened today or not. I'm sorry. I did not look. But yeah, they, they've they been closed since the weekend. Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. Yeah, we've gotten some bad weather, like you said, here in the States as well. And poor North Carolina and, and right there, Northern South Carolina right. got pummeled. I was just talking to Tim last night, uh-huh. and his travel agency is gone. Like his travel agency that he works for, yeah, gone. Like they don't. They floated away. The well, you know, I, I didn't know that many travel agencies were actually brick and mortar nowadays, oh. but apparently the one he worked for was, and the, the it's gone. The building's gone. I said, well, surely everything's backed up on a cloud on a server somewhere. And you're pretty much good to go. And he said, for the most part, yes. But they've had to stay in contact. He said he was on the phone with Disney. And he just happens to be there right now. Right. So, like, he's probably just talking to him in person as well. But uh, he, uh, he's he been communicating with them, trying to get things situated with, with some of his clients and stuff. But that was like a shocker. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean the building's gone? He's like, yes, the building is gone where they where their headquarters was located in North Carolina. you got to be kidding me. Like, I still was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm being for real. It's just the building is gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's, I it's knew we got hit hard, but I didn't know buildings were being, like, demolished. Yeah. Well, right? these people were wanting to stay in their house. And then they got, the one guy said, when the water came under the door, I knew it was time to get out. And I'm thinking, if the water was coming towards my door, I think I would have already been calling for 911. I want to know how close Tim's agency is to the ocean, to the shoreline. That was my next question, but what he... He trickled off and was on a ride or something like that. But I want to talk about Disney unexpectedly shuts down a mobile game, and it's called Star Wars Rivals. Colin played this game a couple times. With Jeff? And it was, no, it was a little too much for him. No, not with Jeff. This was a mobile game, like on on an iPad or a tablet or whatever, maybe, or a phone. Disney Rivals, Star Wars Rivals, just came out earlier this year, and it's being shut down on the 11th of October, and we don't know why. Disney just went ahead and shut her down. Huh. That would be worth investigating, Nick. I know. So, apparently, last week on September 11th, the app is no longer available for download. But if you still have it, you're good to go. But it's it's basically going to disappear and you won't be able to connect on October, what I say? October, what I say here? I'm losing my, losing my Honestly, track of thought. Here. Here October date. 11th. Okay. Uh, they had some employees laid off in Disney's Consumer Products and Interactive Media Division this week. Yeah, we talked about this uh, a month or so back, and we knew this was coming, but finally, the gauntlet was finally thrown down. What happened, Vic? They said that, the, well, Disney declined to comment, but the department was hit with layoffs on Thursday. Uh, one source said the number wasn't large, but it did affect rank and file employees up to the VP level executives. Uh, the layoffs follow the restructuring of Segment, a move that took place back in March, in part to prepare for the launch of Disney's direct consumer streaming service. And according to reports, consumer products and interactive media have underperformed in both quarterly revenue and operating income. And the division of the company saw an 8% decline in revenue as well as a 10% decline in operating income. And so they let some people go that they thought were the cause of those decline for Disney dollars. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me in the article it states that they let go of the people that they felt Disney felt was responsible for the lack of generating revenue? Yeah, because they said this is the only division of the company that has is reporting a decline in both sections. And so they felt like it had to do with those individuals. Curious, man. I want to know over the course of, of some time frame. Right. How they would know. Well, 
how many years or months were they on a decline? Is this a natural trend at this time yeah. of the year or this time in the decade? You know, how long have they been in production with this company? It's or I, I would say it's extension. Yeah. But crazy because Disney's, you know, we knew that that was the only, so see, so that was the only part of the company that wasn't making money. Right. When we reported the profit and right. loss, right? Exactly. A month ago. Mm-hmm. But you have to ask yourself why. I, I want, you know, was it few individuals that made that happen and they laid them off or was it did somebody get some, something you know there was a bigger picture as to why you know I don't sometimes know sometimes they have scapegoats with, with a current trend or you know the way media and entertainment is going was you know there, there's so many different factors or right you know variables that would make really a company I don't know you know they, they might have the data to prove that hey it was these 10 people that weren't doing the job and it really affected the company this extension of the company so you're gone and we're shutting down the company who knows but I'd be interested in knowing if this was a current trend or if this was something Disney's just threw in the towel and said they're not making any money so let's just shut her down I don't know you know you have to cut your losses alright what am I going to bring up here oh I want to talk about the void there in Disney Springs you know so the void they have one over at Disney World and Disneyland and we know that it's a pretty cool virtual reality experience that you can partake. And one of the virtual reality experiences is with Star Wars, where you can be immersed in a virtual or VR experience in the Star World Star Wars realm. Now the Void is also going to bring in a new VR experience, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which oh, is really okay. cool. So this is, if you haven't done this, Vicky, if you have a chance, I know you're not a Star Wars fan, but I guarantee you, you are a Wreck-It Ralph fan. When you're at Disney Springs and you find yourself in your next upcoming trip, because you got a couple coming up, I need you to head over. I'm going to in, in what, 25 days or whatever. Where I'm, is it at? Disney I Springs. I know it's Disney Springs, but you know where and what part of Disney Springs? So I know what to be looking for, because I don't know anything about this, I guess. Uh, to be honest with you, I just walk around until I find it. Gotcha. Yeah, and I, I'm sure there's a map where I can ask one of those mini policemen. But I'm a guy, and I don't want to stop and ask for directions, right? <laughs> I will. Anyway, it's a really cool experience. I'm going to be hitting it back up. Uh, next month, or excuse me, the next 25 days when I head back down there. But I can't wait for this Wreck-It Ralph one to come out. I bet that's a really cool experience yes. as well. I love Wreck-It Ralph. So to recap, this VR experience is a first new experience. It's set to debut this fall and is based on the upcoming Wreck-It, or excuse me, they changed it, Ralph Breaks the Internet from Disney's Animation Studios. Ralph Breaks VR, which is the virtual reality aspect of it, will put guests inside a new multi-sensory Disney adventure where they'll be immersed in the worlds of the internet and the online gaming with Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. Now, this experience will be followed by another one based on an undisclosed Marvel movie. That's kind of cool. That will premiere sometime in 2019. Cool. Very neat. Vicky, that's all I have for the news. And I'm thinking you're shaking your head. That's all you got as well. And it's time uh, to take us back. So, Vixter, I'll go ahead and say it. Listeners, say it with me. Vicky, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. September 19th, 1966, Walt Disney gives what will turn out to be his very last press conference. He speaks about the development of the Mineral King Ski Resort in Southern California and Disney's Ski Crown Resort will feature skiing, an alpine village, skating rinks, a five-story hotel, dormitories for young people, and restaurants. Disney's plans will quickly be put to a stop when critics and environmentalists feel the untouched land would be, I'm sorry, would be desecrated. 
I know that's a big problem in the country sometimes people bring up. And then Congress will eventually vote to turn Mineral King into part of Sequoia National Park instead of the village. Well, if he, it was his last conference, he probably passed away and then nobody wanted to. So Disney had a lot of these cool, awesome ideas for di- different business adventure right. opportunities. And this was one of them. He also had another, I believe, another ski resort linked up with some university on the East Coast. Oh, cool. And that fell through as well. But Disney, he wasn't just a theme park person. I mean, he was an innovator. He would take, you know, entertainment and sp- sporting activities that were already out there but really put it together in such a way that it was really grand to make some money and for families to have fun and this is one of them the key for him was families yes I mean, as much as he spent on Disney business, his family was the most important thing to him. And he reiterated that over and over. And he even does it in Saving Mr. Banks, talks about his girls. September 20th, 2003, a sneak peek of the new Mickey's Philhar Magic takes place for annual and premium annual pass holders at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. And over at Epcot at the same time, construction was beginning on Soarin'. I thought this was interesting, Nick, because I know you want them to update Philhar Magic. It's, it's only 15 years old. Now, I realize 15 years is 15 years, but but some of that stuff feels like it's older than that because of the movies within it. Dude, they have 12K technology. You know, 4K was the up... I mean, it's just... It's insane. And the, the 3D technology that's out there... The 3D technology they're using is old. Right. It's very outdated. But what's sad is, when I say it's very outdated, you're saying that was just 15 years ago. Right. Which, yeah, that was just 15 years ago. But the technology grows and grows, you know? So, it's sort of like a double-edged sword for Disney. You know, they can upgrade it and spend all that money. And it'll be a really cool, cool attraction. But five to ten years from down the road, they're going to have to spend that money all over again to keep updating. The movies are like 15, 20 years old that are within that thing. So are actually older than 20 years because we're talking Aladdin and all them. It's cool. I really enjoy it. That attraction is awesome. I love it. I go to it every time. But the 3D is blurry to me. You say it isn't. So I thought you said it wasn't. To me, it is. Like to me, it's blurry. My eyes, the focal point with the lenses don't quite merge together for me or something. You think so? Well, they just put them in like a heated water and then dry them off and give well, them back out. Yeah, but I mean what the lens is and blending the two images together to make it 3D, it doesn't seem like it quite fits or it lines up just perfectly. I don't know. I'll have to watch it more carefully. And it, even the opinion. image is fuzzy. So it's blurry, yeah. but the image is fuzzy in itself like an, you know, like, like a standard definition compared to ultra high definition right. compared to 4K and then 8K and then 12. I mean, you can really, you really can't see a difference. It's amazing. Well, the thing is, that's what we're used to watching every day on the television at our house is this high def stuff. And then we go there. And uh, dude, my phone that I just bought, I bought yeah. the Note 9, what, two weeks ago? Yeah. We we're it's just talking about that. pictures just, with I, it. Wanted to see how it looks. Man, it's 60 frames per second when you record video. And it doesn't blur whatsoever. I'll be taking that thing down uh, to Disney and recording up a storm. And I plan on recording some commercials, actually, um, for us. uh, That will post. That we will. will, That we will. I'm too busy coaching it, right? Coaching them and trying to keep the kids. Because she got a really good action shot, but I was wanting to see him play. So anyway, getting back to my my phone itself. No, it's all good. The screen resolution on this apparently is like no other phone has the same resolution as my screen right now. And like you can really can tell a difference. It's better than my television. 
television that's mounted well, above I'm my sure. fireplace. You know, you're it, carrying around a TV. It's insane. This phone, the, the the HD, the resolution of it, it's just it's simply amazing. Come on, Disney, upgrade that 3D. Philharmonic magic. Yes. Yeah, it would be awesome. September 21st, 1996, Illuminations, a new show to celebrate Walt Disney World's 25th anniversary debuts at Epcot. I had to pick this one with them just announcing that the Illuminations is going away. Uh, it had its official premiere in October, but it you know debuted or something for the anniversary for Disney World on the 25th anniversary in 96. But September 22nd, 2003, starting on that day, a new pro- program allowed Disney World guests to have lunch or dinner with a Walt Disney Imagineer at the Hollywood Brown Derby. Um, I thought this was interesting. It ties in with one of our... Uh, listeners or however you want to say it it's wishes that we're going to be doing that episode where- oh yeah is that next is that coming up on friday yes it's okay. friday's episode and i thought it was interesting when i was reading this i'm like then i read somebody's wishes i'm like hmm, i think you were reading my history but they really weren't so it was pretty cool uh, that's interesting i can't wait I know. We're all about it. I definitely, we'll talk more about that in a second, but September 23rd, 2001, the new attraction, Walt Disney, One Man's Dream, showing memorabilia about Walt Disney's career and heritage to the public for the first time officially opened at what was then Disney's MGM and now is Hollywood Studios. It's still there, but it's Walt Disney Presents now because they have other things in there besides just uh, Walt Disney's memorabilia. September 24th, 1998, the sky above the Seven Seas Lagoon fills with fireworks and music as Disney World joins forces with the American Pyrotechnics Association to launch Disney's Rock and Rockets for the next two nights. It was the first ever event held in conjunction with the 50th anniversary anniversary of the association and features the latest in fireworks technology along with a collection of classic displays. Um, the fireworks were accompanied by Kenny Loggins and B-52s that were, and 10,000 mag- maniacs that were all there live for that show. How fun is that? I like they bring in big people. September 25th, 2011 is the last piece of news for us this week and that is Magic Kingdom Park at Walt Disney World was featured on the season premiere of ABC TV's Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Uh, They had a two-hour episode and this family that was a military family from Fayetteville, North Carolina, they took them to Disney World while they were working on their house for two weeks and they showed them the whole gamut. They got to be in a Disney parade and everything while they were there. Wow, for two weeks? That's awesome. Yes, two weeks they were there. That's awesome. Well, I... I'm pretty sure I remember this episode and he had been like you had been in Iraq and not spent a lot of time with his family recently. And so that was nice that he got to have two whole weeks of just family time and not worrying about buying groceries and, you know, just doing that mundane stuff that you wish you could spend time with your kid and play baseball or whatever. Sure thing. But yeah, we were talking about Friday shows listeners. Uh, if you were one of the people and in, in I'm looking like close to 20, 25 people, which I know is not a ton, but for what we've been doing lately. So first off, you had this grand idea. Yeah, I just thought it would be fun to find out what people wish they could still do at Disney if they've never done it, or some people have never even been to Disney and they wish they could go. And you gave people a 24-hour turnaround again. I did. I just wanted to see what I could do, and now, Vicky, it Vicky, was amazing. We talked about this. Yes, we did. You can't give people a 24-hour turnaround. You can if you... A week turnaround. You know people's email addresses. And no, I get it. We, no, you you sent something out, and what we received was coming back like crazy. Yeah, like and it was like, ba-bing, ba-bing, so ba-bing. it taught me something. Not only are you really excited about the podcast, and you love doing what you do, and you love doing it with me, and, and, I, I, do and I love, love it. I do love that. You yes. do. And it's, it's become a passion. 
But I also learned we have a lot of engaged listeners. Yeah. Now, I knew we I knew we did. Don't get me wrong. Right. We have. But to send something out on a whim like that and the the amount of responses we got back yeah, it's pretty was cool. insane. Well, within an hour. That was what was, was insane. To me. And yeah. first off, I want to thank Callie, by the way. Yeah. Thank you for she did she shared with us on Google Drive, right? She sent Her it to us. She was so excited. She said, I'm so excited. I said, You're always welcome. I said, My problem is I need to make a group on Facebook of some of the loyal listeners that have wrote in and given us tips and we, stuff. Bingo. That's what we need to do. And, and create a group. A mousecapade group. I didn't create it. I just individually, literally, I cut copied and paste. What a and great individually, idea. I that's a great idea. I individually sent a message to each of the ones that I know give us feedback, have been on the show and I said hey if you could do this for us that would be great because I'm already thinking about let's meet at Disney or Disneyland at a certain time we would have people that would show well, I know. I mean, we did just the Marceline trip that we did last year. I was thinking we didn't And that take... was a pretty good turnout. Yeah, it was. And I, I wish that we would have done it again this year. And I didn't, to be honest, didn't even think about that we didn't do it. And that was what, two years ago or a year ago? No, that was a year ago. When we was went... that... Re- the first year no, we went two years... No, it was longer years. than that. Mm-mm, no, it was last July because so it, was... it popped up in my memories. Was it really? Yeah. It was and that was July another spur of the moment trip. That wasn't anything that was really... Well, we talked about it, but the yeah, date we finalized had changed, it. But the, ja- the date has right. changed like three or four times. Right. And so, yeah, that was really neat yeah I, I see that uh jim he, or no jim said he wants to go to branson right nope lee i mean why do i always say jim i don't know you want him to be jim no <laughs> you know what it is it's because my brother, brother's name was my jim. brother my grandfather my dad Everybody's all named jim. jim so that's why i say lee take please take no offense to that but did you see but lee's response it, with with lee though oh i can't tell you that's part of the thing no, i no i have not i i say i'll never will go to branson I'm telling you, if Lee showed up... We would go. And you're wanting to go as well. We would go. It, well, shoot, if just Lee showed up, you know, all the way from He said technically he doesn't have to. He just wants to spend time with us. I, I would I would totally go. I, I, would, so, I would I mean, go. we're so family at this point. I know that we haven't seen him, and he probably thinks that I forgot him because I do have a shirt for him that's being made. We don't... You do. Our shirts do not get made... They must have them on sale, like, on hand at high schools. Oh, my but God. But in our elementary school, you got to order everything. Right. And it takes forever to get them in. <laughs> Like yeah, our poor kids just got, months. we started August the 9th, and they just got their t-shirts. This is September uh, uh, something like that. 19th. All right, so how many people, how many responses did we get? It's it's like 20, 25, but I mean, but, most of but those were within crazy, the first hour. But what's crazy about that, Vicky? You sent that out in the evening? Uh, Yesterday afternoon. I afternoon. Around what time? 4.30. 4.30. And you're like, I need these by tomorrow? Tomorrow at noon. By noon. Yes. So less than 24 hours. Right. That is insane. But I love our listeners and I love that they wanted to be a part of it. And they were so passionate about it. And what's fun, Nick, is you know how the two of us have two different perspectives when we're doing something like, uh, what was it? The show, the Lessons We Learned, where you took the emo- more emotional approach and right, I took right, the more right, literal right. approach. It's very much like this. So see, some people are being like really making it a dream and some people are thinking things that they can actually do. See, this is where I'm struggling though. So, you know, you and I have talked uh, offline. Right. About how I'm feeling convicted to move towards doing something else. Right, right. Not that leaving Mousecapades podcast at all, but really feeling convicted that I'm putting too much effort, time and effort into this. Sure. And and not other areas in my life where I could really make a difference in this world. Not that this doesn't. I'm just saying this is my my passion as well. It's a hobby. It does make people happy though. But you know, like here we have lots of people that listen. We have, you know, listeners that are engaged and people that text us and email us all the time. And some just say, hey, to say, hey, right. You know? 
so it's it's become an ohana, as we it like is, to call it. For real. And so this is where I've talked to you offline where I struggle, you yeah, know, because they are a family now. Over the course of a handful of years, we this family has developed. Right. You know, and, and sure it's brought us closer together. Yeah. You know, for sure. But uh, I was simply amazed as far as how many excited. responses we got because I saw them coming through. <laughs> I haven't read them because you know me. Don't read them. Well, I'm all about. So you like you like to read everything ahead. I, I I don't do it because of laziness. I do it because you know I love the spontaneity. No, I was cut, copy, and pasting, right. so I couldn't help but read some of them. I want my true reaction recorded in real time. You I know? think mine will still be true because I was so excited at the different approach everybody took for it. Like. Some people are thinking about things that they can actually do. And some people are actually wishing that they could do these Disney right. things. So I think you're going to be shocked. Well, I have one and I'll share with you uh, on on Friday. On Friday show. On Friday. And uh, I don't know if anyone's going to have this one. I don't know. We'll, we'll find I out. I was surprised. We'll find out. It's really exciting. And I, and I appreciate, again, everybody that did it, especially because it was the last minute. I'm like shooting it at you like, can you have this with me in less than 24 no, hours? No, it was more like, get it to me now, kid. No, I said, hey, can you help us out? I was not completely rude and just you better have it to us and or we're gonna blacklist you <laughs> no i kid i kid we're gonna cut you off from the any, any, anyway yeah um we should probably should wrap it up but listeners thank you so much for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears Oscar Pates podcast as always if you have a question comment or want to be a guest on the show text us 407-674-0414 or simply email us Podcast at gmail.com if you're looking to book that uh, next trip or get that disney quote go ahead and email us as well or text us, but this email is going to be different. It's going to be travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Don't forget to check out our social media accounts. Go ahead and check mine out. It's on, uh, what is it? It's Instagram. Instagram. Go and check it out. It's mousecapades underscore Nick. You'll see all my photos that I've uploaded there for my trips and family, familia, and some of our listener events as well, like when we've gone to Marceline and stuff like that we were just talking about. Go ahead and check out our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our Twitter account, Pod. Yeah, Nick, I don't know uh, if you've had a chance, listeners, if you've not, check out our uh, Facebook page for sure this week. Our friend Gina Cole, used to be a student here at Fairmont Elementary, is visiting Disney World with her boyfriend and gave me permission to post some pictures. And they did some pretty cool things. She um, is doing something that you said you want to do and just love on Main Street the way that it needs to be and deserves to be loved. Like, they literally went in the glass blowing shop and watched this guy create. They stood there the whole yeah, time. Yeah, you have to take a step back. Yeah. And be transformed or transported into the world of Walt. And so uh, she looks like she's having an amazing time and uh, I appreciate that she's letting us share her pictures with you guys because there's things in there that now I'm like I need to stop on Main Street and send my kids on to ride things and Brad and I can check these things out. So definitely check out those pictures on our Facebook account, The Mousecapades Podcast. And remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. They have great tips and tricks for us. Have a good rest of your week and we will see you guys on Friday. Fixter, it is about that time. Peace. And love. Have Have a magical magical day, day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.